This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Have you been hurting from addiction? Past hurts, fear, insecurity? Maybe your marriage is falling apart or your kids seem distant. If any of this sounds familiar, then it's time to break free from the chains, pains, and stains of the past. 2 Corinthians 3.17 declares, Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Breakaway Recovery Group meets every Friday night at 7 p.m. in the Truth Church Cafe. Come out for a great worship experience, sound teaching, small groups, and coffee. Don't you think it's time to be free from everything that's held you back? Truth Church is located at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce, 34981. For more information, please call 772-461-8555. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. This is one thing they teach in school. There's three stages of learning. The first stage of learning is called mental ascent. Everybody say mental ascent. That means that when you come to know and understand something, when you go, ding, 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 I get it. Wow. Makes sense to me. The second stage is called the associative stage. It's, 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 it's when we take what we know and we start implementing it in our life. And then the third stage is when you take what you know and it's become a skill set. And it's not something that you struggle with anymore. It's something that you just do easily. Hmm? Those are the three stages of learning. But how many of you know this morning that most of us, most of our dreams die between that first and that second stage? We go ding, 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 I got it. And then we never implement it. Because the challenge is too big. It seems too hard. It seems overwhelming. Amen? Come on, because how many of you know there's a lot of people out there that know a whole lot about something, but they ain't doing nothing? So I don't want to live in regret. Touch somebody and say, I don't want to live in regret. Miles Monroe tells this story when he preaches about how he was over in Germany at the Autobahn, and he's a big Mercedes-Benz fan, and he was over in Germany in Autobahn, and he gets on the Autobahn this Mercedes, and he's riding with another preacher, and he starts stepping on the gas, and the car's getting faster and faster. He gets up to 85 miles an hour, and he says, Woo, this feels good. And cars are just zipping by him, 150. And the pastor in the car with him leaks over at miles around. He goes, well, step on the gas. Go a little bit faster. Just, just, just go a little bit faster. He said, well, I'm going as fast as I can go. And he said, no, 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 you, you're not going as fast as you can go. You're just going as fast as you will go. 
And Miles Monroe said, what I didn't understand is I live on an island in the Bahamas. It's only a couple miles wide, so you can never go 85 because there's always a curve. So 85 to me was pretty fast. But the other pastor said, you're not going as fast as you can go. You're only going as fast as you will go. You just need to step over into the next dimension. You just need to get over into what has never been done before and go ahead and get in faith and go as fast as you can go. Listen, I've come to tell somebody this morning, you might think you've done everything that you know to do and you've preached every sermon that you can preach and you've done everything in the kingdom that you can do and, and you've lived every promise that you've lived. I want to tell you, you've only done what you think you can do, but there's more that you can do if you'll just step on the gas. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hmm? God's saying you haven't done all you can do. You've just done all you will do. You haven't done all you can do. You've just done all you will do. And God's saying, knock it off. It's time to do what I've called you to do. So we've got to go ahead and step into what God wants instead of what we think He wants with us. We move into a season of passivity and complacency when we do that. Amen? God's waiting for us to step over in another dimension, in a new direction, and to really boldly embrace the dream that He's put on the inside of our heart. And then that way you won't never live in regret. Because if you don't do what God wants you to do and you just do what you think you're going to do, you will end up living in regret. Come on, somebody. The second thing is I don't want to live in retreat. Somebody say retreat. I don't know about you, but I ain't going to back up and I ain't going to shut up. Hmm? Love me, like me, or leave me. I ain't backing up and I ain't shutting up. Amen? I believe that God is raising up a people in this house and on the treasure coast that will shake the foundation of this community with truth and boldness and courage and declare that Jesus is risen and that life can be better than they ever thought it was and they can dare to dream the dream. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I don't care what they think about you. I only care what he thinks about me. Can you tell? I refuse to live by church politics. I refuse to live by what the quasi-the quasi-denominational spiritual covering of the treasure coast tells me I ought to be. Hmm? They can go do religion somewhere else. I'm living for Jesus. Amen. Hmm. I get tired of people that, that ain't interested in Jesus. They're just interested in religion. They just want to. They just want to set themselves up and prop themselves up as some kind of authority. Well, go ahead. Not my authority. He is. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm not interested in a bunch of people that want to make sure I got all my T's crossed and all my I's dotted. I can tell you right now, they ain't. You ain't even got a check. Hmm? What I want to know is, do you got Jesus? You got the power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. Hmm? Are you bold enough to just lay hands on people out in public and say, can I just pray for you? I, I feel like God wants me just to pray for you and introduce you to something that you've never seen before. See, that's the kind of people I believe God's raising up. People that ain't intimidated by what the world says. Yes, I, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to watch that Denver game today. I'm not even a Denver fan. But I'll tell you what, I like the way Tim Tebow just stands up for Jesus. You know? I'm only watching it because I love Jesus. Isn't that funny? I'm going to watch football because I love Jesus today. Oh, Jesus. And the third thing is this. We don't need to live our life in reserve. 
Regret, retreat, or reserve. Come on, amen. Let me in here by show of hands. Have you ever prayed this prayer? God, just fill me up. Anybody? Anybody ever pray that? Just lift your hand up if you ever. God, just fill me up. Just fill me up. How many know that's the right prayer to be praying? But how many know if you're praying that prayer just to be filled up, then you're praying it for the wrong reason? Because it's not about just being filled up so that you can feel good and full. I'm stuffed with the Holy Ghost. No. No, don't be stuffed with the Holy Ghost. But we pray that God fill us up for one reason, so that He can pour us out. Paul said, I'm a drink offering that's, that's being poured out. And, and when I get done being poured out, then, then I'm ready to go be with Jesus. I mean, oh, God doesn't want you coming up to heaven stuffed with the Holy Ghost. He wants you to give it everything you've got and pour out of yourself while you're here. Then He's going to take you to heaven. Then you get the reward. You're not going up with the reward in you. Come on, somebody. So don't live your life in reserve. Live your life wide open before Jesus. You, you don't need to save some of your Holy Ghost for a rainy day. It's a constant flow. Hmm? You don't need to store up on the anointing for when you get to church so everybody can sense the Holy Ghost on you. Go out there and spend it in the mall. Come on, somebody. Amen? You don't need to put back some of your ideas and some of your great dreams and some of your great plans for one day God's going to and one day God's going to do this and one day God's going to do that and try to hold on some of your stuff. You don't have to do that. I'm not interested in living my life in reserve. I'm not interested in holding back anything that God puts in me. I want to pour my life out. I want to give everything that God's put in me. I want to put it out there so that God can move through me and God can move through you and we can touch this community and in, in relation to that, touch the world. Come on, because God wants us to be a conduit. I don't want to dry up. Who wants to dry up? I don't think anybody in here wants to dry up. I don't want to be used up. I want to be poured out. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. I mean, if you want to be a dreamer, come on, hold your hand up if you want to be a dreamer this morning. I wonder how many dreamers we got in the house. Well, I'm going to help you right now. This is what you got to know. Your dream will just stay a dream until you learn how to birth it. Your dream's just going to stay a dream until you learn how to birth it. Everybody say birthing dreams. Birthing dreams. Number one, big dreams cannot be birthed without a carrier. Big dreams cannot be birthed without a carrier. God does not incubate greatness in a committee. Hmm? Come on, amen. He incubates greatness in an individual. God puts 
plans in the heart of man or, or, or in the heart of a woman. And then he begins to develop those plans until they bear fruit for his kingdom. That's what he does. That's where greatness comes from. The Bible says this in 2 Chronicles chapter 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In other words, the eyes of the Lord are going to and fro throughout the whole earth that he may find those whose heart is completely towards him. Because those who have their heart completely towards him, he's going to strongly support them. If your heart ain't for God, you ain't getting no strong support. That makes sense? So how many of you understand this morning that the eyes of God are going to and fro throughout this congregation this morning? Come on, somebody. And what he's looking for is not necessarily the guy that can speak the best, not necessarily the guy that is the most talented or the guy that can sing the best, but what God is looking for is a big heart. Come on, amen. He's looking for people with big hearts. With great hearts. Because when he finds a heart that is completely towards him, then the Bible says at that moment he strongly supports them. So really it ain't about what you can do, it's about what he does. Everybody see that this morning? And because of what he does, God begins to partner with people that become carriers and have big hearts. It's the people with the big hearts that become carriers of the dream. They become carriers of the promise. Proverbs 4.24 says this, Watch over your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. Watch over your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. Watch over your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. Let me try it again. Watch over your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. It's your heart. Somebody say, it's the heart. In other words, the issues of your life don't come from your family background. The issues of your life don't come from your DNA. The issues of your life don't come from your checking account size. Oh, I ain't got no help in here now. Come on, amen? The issues of your life don't flow out of the neighborhood that you live in. The issues of your life don't flow out of the car that you drive or the job that you work out or the significance that you get from the people that are around you or the affirmation of those that love you. The issues of your life don't flow about how much money is in your bank account this morning. The issues of your life don't flow out of how many people like you or don't like you or care about you or don't care about you. The issues of your life flow out of the heart. Boy, that just makes so much sense to me, doesn't it? That's why if you want to be a carrier of big dreams, if you want to have the big dream, if you want to learn to be that person that God has called, then guess what? You've got to guard your heart. You've got to guard your heart. Because what you're going to become is going to be in direct proportion to what's in your heart. Evil's in your heart, you become evil. If lying's in your heart, you're a liar. If thieving's in your heart, you'll become a thief. Come on, you've got to guard your heart. Because the issues of life flows out. Come on, can I get a little help? The issues of life flow from the Look, you can listen to the most anointed preaching and teaching in the world, but if you can't take care of your own heart, it don't matter how much preaching and teaching you're going to get. You're going to be a mess. Hmm? Nothing good is going to come out of your heart. I could preach till I'm blue in the face, up and down, give you revelation after revelation after revelation. But if your heart is dark, nothing good is going to come out of it. You can attend a great church. You can go to meetings where the anointing is so thick that the glory cloud falls in and you can't see your hand in front of your face from the fog of the glory of the Holy Ghost. But it doesn't matter if your heart ain't right. You can walk in and go, ooh, this feels good, and walk out and still be sinner. 
But if your heart is in a place, come on, where God can incubate greatness in it, where He can dream dreams in it, you'll leave here every Sunday morning going, praise God, what's next? Oh my God, what are you doing today? God, what are you changing in me today? God, how are you moving in me today? Oh Jesus, keep doing what you're doing, amen? But if it ain't, you'll just come in here wondering, well, what went on in church today? What was he talking about? The heart, the heart, the heart. Whatever, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. Where are you? Are you here? Are you not here? Where's your heart? Is your heart with God or is your heart somewhere else? Where's your heart? I'm asking this because the issues of life flow out of the heart. The issues of life flow out of the heart. I said the issues of life flow out of the heart. So how many of you know you ain't got to sin every time you get a chance? You ain't got to be offended every time you get a chance. Listen, there's a lot of times I, I, I want to get offended and just smack somebody in the face. I do. I feel it. I just think, man, I, I, And the truth is, to be honest with you, if I didn't have the right stuff in my heart, then there'd be a lot of people walking around with some beat up faces. And I wouldn't be pastoring. There'd be some black eyes. I've had opportunity to be offended a lot. But thank God I got the right stuff in my heart. Thank God that I love y'all. Thank God that I love the school. Thank God I love the students. Thank God that I have the right heart towards what God's called me to do. And thank God you got the right heart. You know why? Because I got a dream. I got a dream. I got a dream on the inside of my heart. It's a cool dream. It's a big dream. Come on, somebody. I got a promise that's bigger than I am. It's bigger, it's bigger than what God could put into me all at one time. My brain would probably explode the dream so big. It gives me little bites of it. Like when I feed my fish, I drop little stuff in there. That's how the dream comes to me because I couldn't handle it all. I'd eat too much like a fish and kill myself in the tank. It's about him. It's not about me. It's about what he does, not what I can do. It's his dream that he puts on the inside of us. Amen. And because of that, I've got to protect my heart. You got to protect your heart. You got to guard your heart. Amen? Amen. Listen, it's more important for me to birth my dream than it is for me to be offended. There you go. Right there. So now I realize I don't have to be offended every time I get a chance. Amen? Right. The truth is, is, some people would rather be offended than have the dream. They'd rather walk around with revenge and vengeance instead of having their dream manifest. Come on, somebody. Hmm? So that means I got to watch my heart when it comes to opportunities to even be greedy. Oh, no, I don't need that. Come on, y'all, know what I'm talking about, amen? Hmm? I got to watch my heart because the issues of life flow out of my heart. I got to guard my heart because the issues of life flow out of my heart. All the issues of life. Remember Samson? He was the Terminator in the Bible. He plucked his, eye, plucked his eyes out and he said, I'll be back. Remember that? Samson. Strongest man to ever live on the face of the planet. But how many of you know there's nothing in Scripture that ever tells us that he looked like the Terminator? There's nothing in Scripture that says he had giant shoulders and big muscles and, and huge legs. There's nothing in the Bible that says he was eight foot tall. By all accounts of Scripture, he looked like somebody that never went to the gym. By all accounts of Scripture, he probably looked more like a Barney Fife. Come on. I mean, let's just be real this morning. I mean, if we're going to interpret Scripture, let's read it what it says. His strength was not in his muscles. 
If his strength was in his muscles, then the Philistines would have been obvious to the Philistines. That's where his strength comes from. But obviously, they didn't know where his strength come from, so he evidently he didn't have big muscles. They were perplexed. Where does he get all this strength? How does he do it? In other words, he didn't walk around looking like the Terminator. I'm going to kill the Philistines. That's not what he was doing, amen? He was an ordinary man who had an extraordinary covenant with God. He had a covenant with God. But I mean, what happened to him is he got offended in his heart because he got angry when he went to go get his wife. The Philistines had already taken her and married her off to a Philistine. And he got offended in his heart. And he became angry at the Philistines. And he let that offense begin to live on the inside of him instead of the dream of God. And he did what he did when the Spirit of God came upon him because he hated the Philistines. Hmm? Come on, amen. I mean, God can use you and use the giftings on your life even when you got the wrong motivation. Oh, yeah. For a season. For a season, he can do that. That's why if you were mad yesterday and you had success today, don't think that means that God approves of how you were living yesterday. You just happen to be under His grace. Because for a season, the momentum of your life will carry you. But if you continue to do what you do over and over and over again, there'll come a time when you'll lose what motivates you to your dream. And your dream will die on the inside of you. You have to get up and walk outside and shake yourself like Samson did and discover that there's no anointing on your life. Ooh, I don't want to be there. So when Delilah comes along, and listen, there's nothing in the Bible that tells us that she was a beautiful woman. For all we know, she was ugly. I'm just, let's just be real. If we're going to interpret Scripture, let's read it. There's nothing in the Bible that says she was beautiful. And there's absolutely nothing in the Bible that tells us that they were ever having sex together. Go read it. But you know what Samson was after with her? Wasn't necessarily sex. Samson was after somebody that would give him attention and give him affirmation and give him comfort and make him feel special. He was after what we're all after. Affirmation. If you weren't here Wednesday night, you missed an awesome, awesome message on affirmation. He was after affirmation. So when he would come home from the battle, rather than learning how to draw his strength and his affirmation from God, whom he had a covenant with, he was willing to lay his head in the lap of a Delilah and let her caress his hair and tell him how wonderful he was and how brave he was and how strong he was and how great he was. Listen to me, you've got to learn to draw your affirmation from God. If you're not drawing your affirmation from God and you're getting it from another human being, your downfall is coming. See, Samson didn't guard his heart. He had a powerful calling. Samson had a powerful anointing. He had an unguarded heart. And because his heart was unguarded, Delilah kept coming to him and said, I want to know the secret. Tell me your secret. I want to know what the secret is. Tell me the secret. Tell me the secret. I want to know what your secret is. Samson, tell me the secret. Samson, you're so strong and brave. Tell me your secret. Tell me the secret. What's the secret? Listen. Listen to me very carefully. Everybody listen to me very carefully. You don't give your secrets to people that do not have your heart. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't you give your secrets to people that do not have your heart. 
Young people, you listen to me. You don't give your secrets to somebody that comes up and just temporarily wants some physical gratification to appease you or to pleasure you. You don't give them your secrets. Mamas, daddies, you don't give your secrets to other people that suck up to you and claim to be your friend and claim to be there on your side. Delilah didn't have his heart. What she had was a need. And all she wanted was his secrets. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 1130 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at IgniteYourWorld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Make us Ignite Your World Ministries and The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Joe's Meats and Deli for their underwriting support for this program. Joe's Meats in Delhi, located at the Bridge Plaza on the corner of Westmoreland and Port St. Lucie Boulevard in downtown Port St. Lucie. Have you been hurting from addiction? Past hurts, fear, insecurity? Maybe your marriage is falling apart or your kids seem distant. If any of this sounds familiar, then it's time to break free from the chains, pains, and stains of the past. 2 Corinthians 3.17 declares, Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Breakaway Recovery Group meets every Friday night at 7 p.m. in the Truth Church Cafe. Come out for a great worship experience, sound teaching, small groups, and coffee. Don't you think it's time to be free from everything that's held you back? Truth Church is located at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce, 34981. For more information, please call 772-461-8555. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. What are the key elements to being a Christian? Well, you may not be dead physically, but according to the Word of God, until Jesus Christ comes into your life, you are dead spiritually. That means you are dead toward God. That means that God can't communicate with you. You can't communicate with God. Dr. David Jeremiah gives us insight into basics of the Christian faith. Next time on Turning Point. Listen to Turning Point at 12.30 p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO.